Greetings and welcome to Recycle Garage in Santa Cruz. This is Tim from Spreckles, and I just rode up here today to see if these guys are for real. And I have to say, they are. Even Lucas, he really has that laugh. No kidding. And uh, unfortunately, I wasn't able to meet uh, the two people that are from my two favorite food groups, Bagels and Donuts. But uh, it's a great group. Thanks for entertaining me every week, and uh, keep on doing what you're doing. Hey there, welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits at the Recycle Garage <laughs> here in sunny Santa Cruz, California. Tonight in the house, we've got Douglas. Hey, I'm here. Lucas. Hi. This is Liza. Next up, we got Knock. Yes. Antonio. Monkeys. Megan. Hey. Alex. Hi. Zach. I am present. <laughs> Mason. Hey, yeah. Josh. Yo. And Bagel. Hello there. And already, Douglas is being distracting. <laughs> Douglas, what are you doing? Chocolate. I called that last that week, and I totally yesterday. forgot to get it. Yeah. You're sitting in the, the hot seat to find the lost chocolate. You snooze, you lose. Dang it. Oh. I know. I think totally. I bought this anyway. Hot I know you chocolate. did. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, My bad. It's Reese's bunny filled with yummy Reese's peanut butter. butthole cups. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Butthole's delicious. <laughs> I'm bitter you got that chocolate. Um, I will take I will share it with you. <gasps> no, I'm good. Thank you very Come much. On. Thank you. Right. Um, so we're going to get into what we did today. But first, I wanted to share uh, a little what something a little happened this week. Uh, I came home from work one of, uh, one of the days, uh, Tuesday. I came home from work and I was in my house as I do. Now, the fire department is not too far away. The police station is next door. So it is not unusual to have sirens going past the house. Sirens. So, so usually I'm a pretty good looky-loo. <laughs> like, what's going on? So uh, I heard a bunch of sirens and I ignored it. And then I heard a helicopter over the house. It's like, oh, ooh, man. something fun. So, <laughs> wow. Somebody's shot. Well, okay, Somebody's the, dying. That sounds fun. In the past, it's been like a police chase or something like that. So I had to check it out. So it was the CalStar Life Flight helicopter over, circling over my house, oh, wow. which I wanted to bring up because I recently got my CalStar Life Flight Insurance. I want to remind everyone here, you should do that. Isn't that only really worthwhile if you ride your motorcycle? No, dude. You might need it <laughs> for anything. Like, Dude, if uh, here in Santa Cruz, if you have any trauma at all, they got to take you over the hill to uh, San, uh, San Jose. So if you need like blood or operation like right effing now, you would really, really want to have the ability to have a life flight, even Lucas, if it's like a car crash. Do they cover butt trauma? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if they cover the kind of butt trauma you're used to, but. <laughs> so, and, 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 and on. other states may have a different life flight insurance, but as a motorcyclist, I think it's good to have. So, um, I thought, ooh, what's going on? So I came out, and there was a helicopter landing uh, nearby, and I saw down at the end of my street. There was a police car blocking this street here in front of the garage. So I came out here and there was a flatbed truck and they were pulling a Harley up onto the flatbed. Yikes. Ooh. That's where they belong, though, right? So, <laughs> they didn't run out of blah, 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 blah. 
I was curious and I felt kind of bad because here right outside my garage, a biker went down and got life flighted out of here and I was unawares. Um, It was odd. I was looking at the Harley. It had scratches on the left side, scratches on the tank, but it was mostly intact. It didn't have bent forks or anything like that. And there was a bunch of police officers standing around filing reports or something. And I went up and said, oh, what happened? Did he get cut off at the intersection or something? And they said, nope, driver error. Oh, wow. Yeah. Right here. Fucking loop yeah. that shit. <laughs> so, I don't know how on this... You can't yuh uh, on a Harley, dude. Sure. Unless you can. you can. Yeah, you can. Or die trying. It doesn't trying. sound like that, Bru- but uh. you can. I, I just made me very curious. I hope whoever crashed is okay. It's pretty serious when you get life flight out of here. But sure. minimal damage, low side, maybe high side on a street that you're going maybe 30 miles an hour if you're if the light is green. Hypothetically, he was probably wearing yeah. like a salad bowl helmet and fell off and hit his head or something. That's know? why I wanted to bring this up. That was the only thing I could think that maybe probably really poor gear. Yeah. It, it wasn't too hot today, but I mean, normally... I don't know. Dude, when you ride like a Harley, you're not cruise. supposed to wear gear. Hey, shut up. Let him talk, will you? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to share that little bit. <laughs> so let's talk about what we did today. So, Mason, you were granted a new project today. Yeah, it's a... Uh, well, I don't know the exact name, but it's a 100cc... 1969 Yamaha L5T trail bike. Right, right. Mm. So... It has a busted uh, Kickstarter shaft, so um, because that broke, it got put in a side yard and just kind of sat there for, what was it, eight months? Yeah, so this is a Raven, my friend Raven's mm-hmm. bike that she doesn't know how to fix it. So it's kind of a Randwin Park sort of deal, so... Yeah, uh, they all. <laughs> so uh, I had to... The Kickstarter shaft is relatively easy to repair because it comes out in one assembly, so you got to take the right side of the case off but in order to get the case off you kind of have to pull the whole engine out yeah i was gonna i noticed something <laughs> was missing that's so, what it was um once i replaced the kickstarter shaft um, i've already gone through the carb and we just got to see if we can make it run again interesting ordeal yeah. getting that clutch cable removed today wasn't it yeah it's <laughs> funny because like i looked in the book and found out that's exactly what you're supposed to do <laughs> like right after we figured it out yeah uh, so it's like a honda Ma- mason told me he, he wanted to like get more experience and learn how to work on an engine and my best friend has this bike waiting for somebody to you know she needs help fixing it i'm like yep perfect and so she just dropped it off and yeah. is having it, someone work on it it's now? her it's her birthday today so <laughs> okay. i said bring it by and i'll put people on it um so i figured for mason perfect match 1969 little 100 cc two stroke dig <laughs> in and already he was like uh how do you get the carburetor out <laughs> yeah, cause, uh, I don't know. Well, the funny thing is the carburetor is actually you the manual. Inside, the, inside the case. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, that's right. so all, the, all that shit's inside. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. strange. Yeah, so, yeah, he kept referring to the manual, and, oh, it says right here. Yeah. 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 And then I referred to the manual a little too much, and I started getting into stuff I didn't need to do, and I was like, wait a second, so I, I ditched it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering why the top of the engine was off. Well, that was to get it um, out of the frame, but oh, we actually okay. had to drop yeah. the frame as well. Oh, because cool. the bottom half kind of unbolts. Yeah. Really. Well, cool. I thought that would be a good project for you, and, and uh, I appreciate you working on that. And you had some help today with new guy Alex. <laughs> yeah. I work with him. <laughs> and uh, last night was our first night working together because he's a newbie, and he was like, so what do you do for fun around here? It's like ride motorcycles. 
And he was like, oh, I wrecked really bad like about a six months ago and my bike's in pieces. I was like, well, I happen to know a place. And uh, wrote down all of our information. He was like, cool, see you tomorrow. And like, you know, for every 10 people you tell about this place, one shows up. And so when I showed up, you were like, oh, go in there and meet new guy Alex. And I was like, yes. My coworker <laughs> yep. showed up. What, cool. did he, uh, what did he show up with? He, well, he doesn't have a running bike right uh, now. No, he, has a, he bought a Radian, an old 80s Radian. Oof. I think in 89. And um, yeah, so he bent the forks. He said he crashed pretty bad on Empire Grade, I think. And he wasn't like wearing any gear. And he Ooh. said the bike is pretty... F- he broke his arm. Wow. He broke his ribs, I think. And Ouch. he has really bad road rash. <laughs> that was a while ago. Dude, um, he got it worse than I did. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, he said it's pretty fucked up, but he has all the parts, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm getting ready to sell it with all the parts." And I was like, "Well, why don't you bring it down and fix it?" So he showed up today. Yeah, so he got a front end with the triple trees and everything, so he should have everything. I said, "I think set for a year, um, apparently, so with gas in mm-hmm. the tank." So oh shit, it's gonna need some help. Yeah, so I told him the way it works here is, you know, it's a give and take situation. You don't just show up and we fix your bike for you, but. If you help other people, then they'll help you. So he stuck around all day helping out. Was it? Was he much of a help, Mason? Um, <laughs> I'm trying to remember who that was. Was that was that was the that was the guy that, that was, was the helping with the with the, the 400, right? Was it? No, was he was guy? helping that guy though. Wait, the right, guy, right. That's the what guy I'm about. with yeah. the glasses who had the red bike. The guy. No, yeah, I mean, he was very curious about how things work, so it was kind of cool to be like, oh yeah, this is where the carburetors are. And this is how you pull them off. Sorry, I punched Megan. Jesus, you too. Um, and then um. Matt and Cindy, did they get their clutch worked out? So yep. they yeah, rebuilt the engine, and then the clutch didn't work, and they had to dismantle it. They had the shift fork on backwards. Oops. Oh, oh damn. The shift fork that, well, not the actual shift fork in the transmission, but in the uh, the shift fork that uh, operates the star that, Oh, you know, oh, yeah, the, yeah, okay. the, star. the shift shaft. Yeah. Shift shaft, yeah. Oh, so, okay. Well, it was a quick Way fix. better. Yeah. Huh. Cool, because they were taking everything apart, yeah. and referring to the manual and counting the amount of plates and yeah, they, doing they, they called me over to take a look at. It. I was like, "Hey, can you help me out with this?" And and so Matt was fiddling with the clutch pedal, uh, and 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 I was noticing that something wasn't engaging. So I told him, "I think this is backwards." Look at the manual, and sure enough, it was backwards. So and so. then uh, Jonathan today, who's not here, but he I already notified him. He won the idiot of the. Uh, Idiot of the Day Award, which Lucas is upset he didn't get it. Yeah, I, I thought yeah. I deserved it. <laughs> yeah, his his shelf is getting full of trophies. <laughs> yeah, I can't be the ringer all the time. No. <laughs> Sage, Sage was a close contender. Yeah, that's right. He just, <laughs> he showed up. Again. Sage is a close contender. Oh I guess Sage. Well, uh, let me finish, Jonathan, and then you may have a. An answer, Douglas, for Sage. So Jonathan, uh, on his CBR 250, he said he never did the 600-mile checkup thing and was doing He didn't do the break-in inspection? No, he didn't. Oh, man. Well, and then he said after... Later, he took it to a shop who said it was really in spec, so to go another, like, 1,000 miles or something and then check it again. So he... Had to completely dismantle a lot of the bike to Are we get talking about to Sage or Jonathan. Jonathan, her CBR two fifty, to and he was saying, Tell, "I'm going to need help because like I don't know what a feeler gauge is feeling. Like I don't know what oh, they're referring yeah. to when I read the manual." 
Yeah, okay. we uh, we determined that his uh, exhaust valves are at a little bit tight. I mean, they're pretty close, but they're a little bit tight. His intake were fine. So here's so. why he gets the Idiot of the Day award. It took him a full four, four and a half hours, maybe four to five hours to dismantle and remantle because he had no shims <laughs> or parts or to do anything. Mm-hmm. It was just he exploratory. So it took him four well, to five hours. He's a pretty meticulous guy. That's his thing. Just though, to you know, so. inspect it. Yeah. Okay. Because he didn't bring anything. He I've seen prepared. worse. Yeah, yeah. There will be bigger I would say contenders. that barely qualifies for well, um, yeah. I don't think well, that's stupid. That's just something you do when you don't know how to do valves. I just no. thought it was funny because I don't think he realized what a project it is to get into Sure. It. That's all. I think what I did was stupider. Well, with, okay. With the, with what did you do, Lucas? Oh, it's there actually really, yeah, it's way yeah. stupider. <laughs> I'll, I'll okay, so I put on uh, the tail fairings for the Jixer. Right now, it's pretty much completely together. Uh... So I've kind of completed that project for now, but what happened was I put the seat on without attaching the uh, cable. The pillion seat. Yeah, the, the rear seat. Without. You mean your hat holder? <laughs> yeah, it holds, it, holds, it holds my snap back, yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I put the seat on, and I didn't attach the cable that uh, is attached to the lever that releases it. So then I'm like, well, shit, I need to get this off if I ever have to work on it or something. So how am I going to do that? And I can't take any of the fairings off because all the bolts and snaps are underneath the seat. And I'm like, that's a trap. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell am I going to do, right? You know. And so Nock and I tried to like fish out the little lever that you push to um, get the seat off. Okay, you win. <laughs> yeah, but, that 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 by far exceeds uh, Jonathan. See, I told you, I told you, I deserved it. Now, <laughs> now did you add did another you one act- to the collection, Lucas? <laughs> really, really did you actually this, were you actually able to fix it? <laughs> yeah, what I did was I took the Dremel and there's a little uh, like tray that protects it from the bottom. So I just reached up in through the bottom, <laughs> like cut off that part with the Dremel, and then pried it open with a screwdriver. So so now you need to get a, a new cover for the. No, no, you don't. I mean, like. There's, <laughs> Well, there's, if you don't if you don't want water and road debris to get up in there, you do. It doesn't. That's there's a fairing. There's good. a fairing uh, piece that goes below it. Yeah. I just didn't have that. It didn't come with the fairings I bought. Hmm. So all so there is is the tray. The, uh, the mechanism with the old one, right? No, I didn't no? need to. I didn't, I didn't need to. I can if I want to. I have right. two technically, but it was just fine, and I hooked up the cable just fine, and it was all good. So. You know, that was, was it, was that it was all it. good in the hood? It was all good in the hood and everywhere else. <laughs> so I actually installed some engine guards on my CB750 rat bike. No more broken engine covers. I like it, covers. but it, they need to be black. <sighs> they <laughs> are they're original Honda line when you engine them, guards. They look anymore. really are they, are they badass. Silver? They they make it look a little more Mad Max that bike. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah. bad. And you know, Mad Max is a good way to go. So, but here's the funny thing. Um, I I ordered the part on eBay, and the box came in from eBay from the seller, and it had a little you know invoice like you get. It looks very professional, and I'm not going to say the name on here because I'm about to make fun of them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> good product, uh, good seller on eBay, good price, the whole thing. Take but I was quite surprised to find when I opened up the invoice, it came with a coin. Uh, wow. it, oh it reads, <clears throat> where were you... <laughs> 
Where will you spend eternity? John yeah, 336. Your, your mom's house. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's a coin, and it's double-sided, and the other side says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not it's a double capitalized h a m because it's all capitals should not perish but have everlasting life john 316 so i so, thought that was interesting bible, i got i got a i got a jesus coin <laughs> with part. i thought it was a, a um an aa coin that they said <laughs> yeah, it looked like that for a i figured we should put it up in the garage i thought it was very funny when the box came in i, I unpacked it in front of my mother and she goes Can, oh jeez oh don't buy from them again uh, <laughs> that was her response wow your mom must really hate christians uh, jesus loves your motorcycle you could, you could epoxy it to your bike for good luck yeah i, yeah. Yeah, I, would, I would stick that on my bike that's much more effective than any gremlin belt i was gonna nail it up in the garage somewhere so yeah. Should, uh, you can't go when, to a bar, show it, and get a glass of wine for free. Crucify it. Crucify it. Wait for the butt crack of the month pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when they coin slot, ultimate coin slot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, that's a big coin. <laughs> when you like the size of a silver dollar, you've got everlasting you crash, life in your butt when, crack. When you crash the bike, will the bars protect your bike more, or will Jesus protect your bike more? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Probably Jesus. It's a good point. I don't think you ever need to like wear a helmet again because you just need. To say, oh, Jesus is gonna protect me. I, I can carry the car. How much is it for Jesus? All right, all right, we, are, all right. <laughs> we we also had a another new guy named Andre who showed up on a five hundred dollar CB seven fifty super sport. He's been listening uh, to the porn pick of the week, hasn't he? <laughs> Yep. Um, mm-hmm. That he's been working on, and it's his first bike, and he already pulled it apart and found it needed a new stator and a carb clean, and I think a clutch cable, something like that. So he's already digging in, and he's not afraid. And he came here with a um, a light issue that Zach helped him with. Yep. Um, they spent two hours tracing down a broken wire. It was a, it was a broken wire right at the connector, and it didn't look broken at all it looked totally fine but just i I did ended up doing continuity tests and it showed up no continuity and trace it down to right before the connector it looked like the insulation was still there but all the wires were broken under the insulation and i i have to say that this bike looks like it's been ridden hard and He's got it's the oil leaks and everything, but, but somebody sp- spray painted the tank red and then didn't clear coat it, so now gas has gotten on it and it just yeah. looks red. Yeah. And the he's it's got some running lights on it um, that he said were hooked up to the high beam, and I thought it was weird that these running lights had a wire that went back under the gas tank. Um, underneath the seat back to near the battery it tied into another wire and then it came back up into the no. the headlight it, it was it like had, I could have figured out it had a whole relay attached to it and I'm like I don't understand let's just go attach a wire cut all that wiring off and let's just go you know connect it to your high beam wire in the headlight but then it turned out it had an aftermarket switch that was attached to the uh, left hand switch cluster and then it went back to a relay which went back up to like so they did it and right and all the wiring was all zip tied in like every five yeah. inches what, what, no. was, what was aftermarket about it like why did they do that uh, uh, it was like fog lights added with a nicer switch uh, mounted where it should be I thought it was like yeah. they had like uh, the stun a switch that like turns your lights off no it was actually <laughs> I thought it was pretty janky at first, and then I realized it was done pretty good. And when you see something like that, that somebody took that much time to put in a relay and a proper switch, it's like, oh, maybe this bike isn't that bad. It just cosmetically 
they didn't know how to do a paint job or what? you know yeah. Liza you need to talk about his uh, front fender <laughs> oh. <laughs> the look on her face right now I think it's from another bike because it just does not fit the front fender on a fender you have four mounting bolts the rear two bolts were missing which meant that the fender had been riding on the tire and it has eaten through about eight inches oh, of the rear of the was. fender that's what okay. that was it had also Jeez. eaten through about three inches of the front, front of the yeah. fender oh. from when it was <laughs> wobbling back and forth and it's just eating away at it slowly i told him to just hacksaw that part off like <laughs> it was a big fender anyway it was really it big was a big fender it was like twice as big as the kind you'll see on a sport bike. <laughs> but it's cool to have Andre and Alex are both welcome here again. They both kind of jumped in and we had, uh, were working on stuff. We had listeners come in and check Oh, wait, we had out, one right? more person come in and work on bikes, too. My old bike came by today. Oh, yeah. Dan came by yeah. with Honey D and tore um, down the carburetors. He said to it hadn't him. been idling at all. It's the carb boot. And I have to say he left that fucking bike in the rain and it just oh, oh really is it yeah. he's like the now? he is said it the that, no it's the CM. CM400T the uh, rack the, you know the little rack it yeah. totally rusted off the pipes are totally rusted you remember how I took all the rust off of the rear shocks and I like ground everything off yeah. and then I clear coated it it's back baby it's back. Uh, it, sure. I mean, it, it got. It's been left out in the rain, and I was like, like why are why are brushing chrome and then putting clear coat over it is mostly a band aid. Yeah, I'd like to say you you're but. saying it was left out in the rain. How many days of rain have we had this year? Well, it's not <laughs> enough. It was left out <laughs> in the winters. moisture. I mean, he and where he lives though, it's very damp. Um, yeah, he lives up in the valley. And over by the mystery spot. Over so. by the mystery spot, and there's all shade. I mean, the place doesn't get a lot of sun. It doesn't dry so there. Yep. It was. It Did, made me kind of sad a little bit. So we had a listener Tim come by on his ZX. This is ZRX 612. Yeah. What? It's Z, a 1200. Z1200, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, he was really cool. He um, Bagel. He's met you before. He used to have a P200. Oh yeah. Tall guy. Had he had written on it like L. Scudero or something like that. I forget what it was. El what, what Pedro. Was what was his name again? Tim. Tim. Uh, tall, good looking, drink of water with gray hair. Huh. <laughs> Probably recognize him if I saw him. Anyway. <laughs> um, He's a listener. Uh, shout out to Tim. Thanks for listening. Yeah. He hey, actually... Uh, we have two listeners. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that we know of. We have at least two. We have at, at least, least two. two. Tim, Tim actually did our intro tonight. And then uh, Britt came by, and Britt wasn't on his bike today, but he rides... No, I have to remember. His wife has a shadow, and he has a V-Strom. Yeah, which then Lucas went right into talking about those ADV guy riders who have all that money. Right in front of him. No, no, no. no. Like, I said that's his like, bike, man. I know all about ADV riders, but if I was one or something, I'd be really old or something. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> he thought that was funny. Come on. <laughs> I, I said I was like talking about the guys who pose at Starbucks with their like KTM adventure bikes, you know. And he was like, "Yeah, my totally. adventure to Starbucks." Yeah, <laughs> he's got he's got it was an expensive That's, trip. Yeah, yeah. V-Strom is a pretty decent adventure bike. I'm talking about like the lattes. pointlessly you know expensive ones that are just like 
bragging rights for dudes in their 50s. Name one. I.e. Dimmer. In their 50s? Yeah. Jeez, 60s, 70s? I don't know. How old are adventure writers on average? (laughs) I thought you were an expert on this. I know that they're old. I don't know exactly how old If you cut them in half around the belly button, you count the rings. (laughs) (laughs) Take your core sample. (laughs) Well, guess what time it is? The Craigslist Porn Pick of the Week! This is a good one. James found this. James, yeah, James gets points. It was points. a mighty score. This is awesome. James. Yes. Our Chanel. Captain Slow. He was here today? Yes. He was. Oh, I thought he, he was out of town. Zeus. He read Zeus. And yes. Yeah. He did stuff. He was cleaning it meticulously with a dirty rag. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> He's taking good care of my matters. Hey, that's an improvement then, for and Zeus. And Doug, team. he came in. He was like, Megan, I have a question. And I was like, what? He's like, do you think Doug would get mad if I put some bath? Or if I put some baffling in Zeus, or if I pack some tell him to put some fucking earplugs in. I was telling him, dude, you it. should totally do it. You should totally do it. Dude, Why don't you just take plugs, it off? You know, go open pipe. Earplugs would totally melt inside the can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just shoot out. No, this bike, this bike, it's a '94 ZX7R with a muzzy pipe, and it's got no packing in it. So it sounds like a fucking tin can. No, it's '94. No. And fingers crossed, not to jinx it, but um, one yeah. of Tim's friends is looking for a. CB550 and I had him come over to look at James's bike and he's very interested because he's actually going to be sending it out to be completely rebuilt. So he's looking for a affordable project bike just to start as a base. a CB550 to get it sent out and to how get, is that a yeah. project bike if you're not working yeah, no well shit. you don't want to have a bike that's really <laughs> s- clean and stock when you're going to strip it down and have it rebuilt you want something that's a perfect bike for it because it's not his project though you know what's cooler <laughs> than doing the project watching it it's a paid rest <laughs> it's done automatically yeah, before frustrated. you're <laughs> yeah it's, he's going to do like a I don't know I don't know what he's going to do but he's anyway say- it might be a good match Cool. That that's a good bike, and the, we'll see that that bike will get another life and get for fifteen hundred. It's yeah. a great match. He told so, me uh, he told me he was going to send it out to some famous guy to turn it into a cafe racer. Yeah, yeah, Carpy yeah. racer, bro. <laughs> Do a yeah. So back to the porn pick. So yeah. <laughs> James found in 1982 Yamaha XZ550. It's uh, called a Vision, and it's got nine thousand miles on it. 9,000. It's over 9,000! It's exactly 9,000! <laughs> For the whopping price of $500. Let me see this POS. Let me read it, and then it's I'll show it to you. It is not. So, then it's sold. Um, this bike has been sitting in storage since 1994. Ooh. Wow. Shit. He Ooh. sent it out to... Um, to a mechanic in 93 to have a new tank put on and to have some electrical work and he got it back and then something happened and he stopped riding and put it in storage. So it's it, now, storage. it's an intact bike. <laughs> that bike is older than you, Lucas. That yeah. needs to be cleaned yeah. out. And unfortunately, <laughs> uh, he, he thinks it's not up and he th- says that it's developed some... Um, rust in the tank since it's been sitting so the tank might need to be replaced oh, yeah. now Wait, which is too bad because it was a new up? tank or yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it hasn't been well, yeah, ridden it's, since it's been way out yeah. what it's 94. out of the system and he didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't drain it, but um, this is a completely intact, good-looking bike for five hundred dollars here in uh, Santa Cruz. 
right here in Santa Cruz. Very nice. It's um, the thing I find interesting, I don't know, I haven't checked this, but he says in there, he gives some information about the Vision 550, and he said, the, the 1982 Vision 550 has the same horsepower as a current model Kawasaki 650. Hmm. I don't How many know. CCs is the Vision? 550. 550. There's no I, way. There's no way that's there's possible. No I way. Don't, I, I would that's what I'm saying. I really don't believe that. But I think there's that always a way. when these bikes did come <laughs> out, they were pretty cool. It says here, note, a 2012 Kawasaki 650cc at $7,500 new has the same power and torque as wait, the XZ550. Wait, wait, wait. What what 750cc are they selling for 7 grand? No, 650cc for I I have never heard of that. They're like all the ninjas more, are cost more than that. Uh, it says it has 65 horsepower. He just said a Kawasaki. He didn't say a ninja, right? Well, what Kawasaki then? Like Vulcan? you should have like oh. a, Who cares? I do. Probably not true anyways. <laughs> How big, are the How big are the Wait. footmarks in, uh, it's on a, that thing? It's got asterisk. Regardless of what they're boasting, it seems like it could be worth 500 bucks. What are you doing? Lucas. Someone, someone needs to give me a bottle. Uh, if somebody wants to take that project on, I don't know how hard the parts are to get, but it looks complete. Uh, it just needs a going through. I don't know. I'd be really skeptical about trying to resurrect a bike that sat for 20 years. All the little... Petroleum rubber grommets and sh- and shit start you know deteriorating. Who knows what you got to replace? Has it yeah. stored probably outdoors? Everything. Do you know no, what it's, it's in, in his garage. Right? Still like that's not too bad. Probably everything not. In if metal you don't use been, it, you lose it, and yeah, that's like yeah. a perfect example of it doesn't even know it's a motorcycle. Anymore. Well, a lot of times <laughs> something as simple as a, as you've learned like side covers can be worth a lot of money sure. on these old bikes. Yeah. Um, and the fact that it's intact, the seat looks good. So anyway, that that was a good find. I think you could buy that and resell it for like three times as much, you know. Go for mm, it. Yeah. Make it work. Sell your Jixer. So, <laughs> Megan, you're up. This thing has more horsepower. I'm up. <laughs> That's <worse> <laughs> what you got for us, it Megan? Have as much. Uh. This, this, this was your idea. This was my idea. So, um, a while ago, I went riding with Antonio, and I met Alex over here. And um, I, Alex is kind of a cool chick, and I want invited her out. We'll be the judge of that. <laughs> She's a monkey. <laughs> I invited her out to uh, talk to us because Alex recently came back from Baja, and she rode what was it about seven one thousand seven hundred and thirteen miles. There you go wow. on uh, a what? What's your bike? A Honda CR no Honda two fifty X. CRF two fifty X. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Alex did. 1,700 miles after how long of riding? Well, technically I've been riding for a couple of years, but we went like once or twice a year, so I've really yeah. only been riding for like a month and a half with yeah. Antonio. So I thought that was pretty fucking so, cool. Like like five, six times, like days out? Yeah. And how, like, old, how old is, is Alex? Alex is 17. Wow. Do you want to confirm that, Alex? I am actually 17. <laughs> so I think you guys should talk about how you two met, because that story kind of makes me giggle <laughs> just a little bit. It's <laughs> kind of funny, actually. Making fun of me. No. Yeah, no. No. It's you, okay. Boy, she's coming a long way. <laughs> That's true. No, we were just riding Metcalf, and uh, a couple of us were hanging out, and... Uh, Alex was there uh, just across from us in the parking lot with a her total dad. Total stranger. Total stranger, <laughs> yeah. And we saw, you know, dad gets on his bike, fires it up, heads over to the entrance of the trail section. And Alex is over here and she fires up her bike. And then she's about to go. 
and she's over revving <laughs> and she's about to put in the clutch and she's literally going like inch by inch by inch toe by toe and we're looking we're like that dude is screwed <laughs> she may not make it out of the parking lot I was like, okay it wasn't that bad it was that bad <laughs> And uh, afterwards, it was like, yeah, we should we should check to see if maybe she wants some instruction or something like that, you know, just to help out. And so I walked over to the trailer and talked to her dad. Completely ignored her, of course. My dad thought he was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> and he's not far off. <laughs> yeah. Not completely. And uh, you know, and we talked about formal instruction. Gave him, you know, my card and well, number. And uh, he actually emailed me uh, that week. And I was like, yeah, uh, turns out we're going to... B- oh, no. That day, you told me, yeah, yeah. yeah He's car. like, yeah, turns out <laughs> we're going to Baja in about a month yeah. for about 10 days, and she's going to ride. <laughs> Try to. Yeah, we're like, challenge accepted. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, project Baja. Yeah. I, I, I can do this. So I think that's pretty cool, and I think that uh, not a lot of 17-year-old girls can say that they went and did... 1700 miles after only like maybe five or six days of writing and ever. I even think 17 year olds in general, man. Yeah, in fact, so most I think people that's pretty in general cool. too. So if you want to tell us all about your Baja trip, go for it. The mic's all yours. All right. So we drove from like California down to San Felipe, and that was where we started. And we just kind of rode from San Felipe all the way down to Loretto, zigzagging down the coast. Now are you are you have you pack everything with you? Or do you have the trucks that meet you there? We had a chase car. Okay. My sister drove it a lot, and it was we put some of the bikes in it when someone wasn't riding. If okay. It wasn't working. So they took a lot of your gear along yeah. too. So yeah, camping stuff. Okay. We had like a day or so where we didn't have a chase car, so anything we needed we had to throw on our backs. That's but that awesome. was only for like two days. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And so we rode all the way down. We actually only rode for eight days. Two of the days we're driving there and back. And so in five days, we drove all the way down to Loretto. And then in three days, we like booked it back up the coast. And it was a lot of fun. Oh, wow. You literally went like cross country. Uh, yeah. Like, are well, you looking country up? Of Baja. Yeah. Are you Googling? Yeah. So um, wh- what, of, of course, it probably wasn't anything that you were expecting. What, what was the main thing that you were like, holy shit, this is not what I was expecting? What what was that moment? Well, my dad and my sister had gone a couple years in a row, so I kind of had heard stories, so I knew it was going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. But I kind of was, like, shocked the very first day. We get on our bikes, and we had just been driven, driving all night. And it's, like, 8 in the morning. We get on the bikes, and we go, and we ride down the road a little bit. And we pull off more in sand, and it was the deepest sand I had ever ridden in. <laughs> and I kind of realized that the trip was going to be a lot harder than I thought it had been. Yeah. Then. My back, the back tire was like all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, then there'd be like sand and you couldn't see. I stayed on the bike for the most part, but it was, <laughs> it was tough. Dang, having yeah, ridden with like you, so having ridden with you, Alex, you uh, are really good at uh, picking your bike up and getting back on it. <laughs> my bike is actually, my bike has been named uh, Dumpy because she likes to dump on the ground. Nice. Dumpy. Yeah. Nice. We had tacos earlier today. So we all call Dumpy soon. <laughs> she, rides it. she rides it so hard it so, needs to take naps. What was, what was the most rewarding moment? Like when you're like, you felt like you conquered an obstacle or tell us about that. We had this one day and it was a long day. It was like 12 hours minimum. We started early morning and we rode and it was a long day at that. And we get to this town and we're like, great, we're done. The day's over. And then my dad's like, oh no, we still have to ride another like (laughs) huge trail. We have to go up and over a mountain. And we ended up riding that day through the night. 
and three of us there were 12 of us in total three of us did not have headlights at all but the x does the crfx does yeah that one yeah. does but it's like a bad headlight because it's old and i've kind of beat it up but <laughs> dumpy. Uh, it's a honda trail bike yeah, yeah but it does and so i really felt it was really awesome i did well that day i wasn't falling and then we were coming down the mountain and it gets like dark it was pitch black out mm-hmm. and so me and then three other guys we had like staggered our bikes so that we were like sharing our lights and then we were riding really well and it was dark and then there were cows in the trail <laughs> and water wow. but i really felt that that was an awesome day because it was like cooperation it was a fun trail there were like rocks and it was hills it was just a nice ride that's the challenge that's awesome before actually going on the trip what was your major concern what was like what was the thing that was kind of looming over your head that before you actually went on this thing well like i said my older sister had been a couple times and she had told me horror stories about the sand Mm -hmm. and so i was really worried about the sand because i mean i'd only ridden at metcalf before i met antonio Mm -hmm. and so i'd never ridden in sand before and she was just talking about this deep sand and so that was kind of scary and the sand turned out to not be that bad okay just like you look and grip and (laughs) so you had this horrible idea and you air down to like five psi yeah Yeah. so you had this horrible moment about the sand but it turned out to be you know not that bad right yeah what was your toughest moment though when you're out there my toughest moment okay so i was writing my mentally physically the whole deal yeah like um toughest like physically and mentally i'd probably say were the same day it was this one day where it was just like rocks after rocks all day. That was all we got. Mm-hmm. And I was riding my sister's bike. It's a Honda CRF 250 something. I don't know. It's new. And I haven't ridden it before. And it was just rocks and rocks and rocks all day. And I was getting so tired because they were big rocks. And I kept like, I'd fall and that made me more tired. And then at one point I like dropped the bike on a rock and it started to leak oil. Ooh. And I was like, oh. Uh-oh. Uh oh. We ended up being able to fix it with some JB Weld. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there, sister. That's well, right. For the podcast right. brought to you by. Yeah, yeah I was just going to make that joke. Damn it. We should have saved me on a cross country trip. I'll tell you what. We should hit them up and like see if they'll sponsor it. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by JB Weld. That was probably one of the toughest days. Right on. That's, that's cool. Overcoming. Best, yeah. best cool. moment. Best moment, would you see in that? Best moment. I had a really fun day where we rode with like sand and rocks and through a really deep river a mm-hmm. couple times, and that was like my favorite trail. Yeah, because I liked how it wasn't like sand all day or rocks all day. So you had the variety. Yeah, and That's I also cool. found out I like riding through water. <laughs> I really like that. Fun. You stick your front your feet over the front fender and just throttle it. Yeah, you just hold on. <laughs> yeah. Although I drowned my bike. Oh no! <laughs> the water got a little deep on me, yeah. and uh, that push you over too if it's moving. Yeah, yeah. we Dang. took on a lot of water, and we had to like take it apart and try and get to the spark plug, but we couldn't. And then we just ended up like messing with it until it shot out some water, and we could start it. Again. Rocking, it rocking it back and forth. I think yeah. yeah. So the idea of going was like, you know, your your siblings and your dad. Does they, they do this every year or something? Yeah, and then um, it was a matter of time before you did it, right? It was like, well, I'm, yeah. I'm I guess that's just what I do now. I'm in this family. I <laughs> go to Paha. <laughs> I had been invited before, but I'd never been able to go because of school and all that. Yeah. So this was the first year I was finally able to go, and I was cool. really excited. That's right. We are all envious. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. if you're looking around, like everyone's eyes are all kind of like lighting up. Yeah. Put me in the suitcase. Uh, take but, me. Uh, <laughs> not to get off subject, but um, Antonio, you're going. Uh, we're do going some to the desert riding. Next, yeah, we're going to the desert week, this right? weekend. I really wish Sick. I could go, but uh, you suck. I know. Yeah, we're gonna have a, <laughs> I lot, know. a lot of fun. Yeah, so, yeah. 
So my one of my questions, uh, because we kind of did an instructional day together, uh, what do you think you improved on the most during the ride? Um, um, and then what did you, like, what did you prepare for, like, what did you and Antonio work on the most to prepare you for the ride? Yeah. Antonio and I worked a lot on basics, which is kind of what I was missing out on. We He said, like, a million times a day, look and grip, look yeah. and grip, like, a million yeah. times. <laughs> so I really got that nailed into my head. I think he says that in his sleep. Yeah, <laughs> But then... When we Ew. Were... <laughs> 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 wow. That's just it. I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> She's doing like anagrams over there. <laughs> but when we were on the trip, like my sister and my dad and I were the only ones out of the entire group who haven't raced motorcycles some at some point in our lives so we were by far the worst riders but a big thing that I worked on was trying to keep up yeah. and just going faster because Antonio had always you gone on my speed you didn't learn that from riding with Antonio you never try to keep up with well, Antonio well Antonio's not that <laughs> you are going to crash Antonio isn't mean to us when he rides with us no. apparently Alex no, no. I have a question for uh-huh. you so being a younger person are you intimidated being around a lot of older people because I want you to know these grown ass men <laughs> are drawing pictures of dicks and turning them into Simpsons characters right in front of you grown ass men Liza Liza know about that. don't have a cow uh, man <laughs> I mean you don't, shorts. you don't get a lot of girls in dirt biking so yeah. oh do. Not, you know what? There are a lot that's more changing. girls dirt biking. Yeah, yeah that's changing. Street. Doug and I had an experience. See. <laughs> hey, we're doing our part to bring it in. No, wait, hold wait. on. Did, did you get into biking because you asked to because your dad wants to share something that he does? My dad didn't get any sons, so he kind of has made us into the sons that he wants. Yeah. <laughs> so he kind of dragged us into it, but we really like it. He's, he got lucky. He has girls who will go along. How old is your sister? Well, I have three. The oldest one is 26, but the one that rides with me mm-hmm. is... She's single? The one that rides man. is 19 now. Okay. And, and too young for you now. Are, are, you, are, are, you, be, are you better than her? And too smart, well, too. Well, see, that's Probably. the big question. She has been riding longer than me. She rode more when she was younger. So... Before Antonio, she was definitely the better rider. But in Mexico, I rode a lot more than she did. I rode eight days, and she sprained her ankle on the second day and was out for the rest Wait. of the trip. <laughs> so, and she beat up her bike a lot more than I did. Uh, my bike still runs perfectly, and her bike is in the shop. So uh, I'd say I did better. Rubbing uh. her face. Yes. <laughs> so I did you have? Have you had uh, like a gnarly crash that ever like scared you and made you not want to ride, but you had to overcome? Well, I mean, it doesn't seem. Like I don't that. really know what fear. I don't get scared, but I did have one kind of. She, she really bad doesn't. Crash. Actually. She doesn't. I had one bad crash. We were doing. We were coming through this canyon on like the third day, and we had just been lectured by the guy who organized it. He was like, "If you can't see the trail anymore, slow down." And I was like, "Okay, whatever." And I'm going along, and I stopped being able to see the trail. But I don't slow down. I just kept going. And all of a sudden, it was downhill and super rocky and steep and, like, slippery. And I hit a big rock, like a big rock. And I went flying. And I landed. They, Of course, they're Wait, men. As you were flying, did you say something like, wee? <laughs> no, I can see my house from here. I did a really cool flip. <laughs> I can see my from here. <laughs> That's the thing about being young. These guys are still rubbery and flexible. Yeah. I haven't learned as much. Okay, I got a question for you. Uh, 
this is kind of goes with a lot of guys who I know who do like multi thousand mile trips and stuff. Uh-huh. They get to a point where they're like maybe 200 300 maybe even more deeper into the trip they go oh shit i'm doing this what was that <laughs> moment for you when you're like hey i'm on a trip to baja in the middle of friggin nowheres holy shit i'm doing this that moment of realization did, did that yeah, that moment of realization did that happen to you at all or yeah. yeah on the very first day the guy who organized it bob he was like let's try this trail that we haven't done before mm-hmm. and we are no, going up, good. yeah <laughs> we're going up this trail and it got really tough like the entire trail was covered in boulders and then I ended up in this rut on the side and then it just ended in like a foot long like steep thing that I couldn't get out of and so we had to like <laughs> lift the bike out of that and I was like I'm screwed Yeah, I did not think I'd make it off of that trail mm-hmm. I thought they'd have to like put me on someone else's bike and ride me down Yeah, and then I, but like we ended up turning around and going back because it got tough for everyone not just me mm-hmm. and my sister she was struggling too and so we ended up going back and then the next day we tried another trail that was new, and that didn't work out very well either. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was those, those two trails. We realized, holy shit, I'm, what am I doing out here? This is crazy, kind of. Yeah, like, I missed my cool. bed. <laughs> <laughs> but it was yeah. a lot of fun. So, this is your first foray into like this adventure riding. Um, does yeah. it make you want to go do other trips? In I was the first person to commit to going next year. <laughs> I was like, I'm coming next year. I was just going to ask you if you're going to go next year. Yeah. I already gave my spring break dates so that I don't have to take time off from college. Cool. Schedule it. Have you started thinking about, like, other other countries? Like, have you wanted to go? Actually, last year they went, no, not last year, the year before they went to Costa Rica. Mm. And they rode 650s around Costa Rica. And so if they do that again, I would really like to go. Yeah, I was going to say, like, do you want to ride street now? Like, you want to get a street bike and all that? I do. I've. I get in my car and it's just so sad because it's so boring. <laughs> yes. She's a winner. Where, where are you going to college? She's again? a winner. Johns Hopkins. And that's Maryland. Wait, you're yeah, going you Johns don't get Hopkins. any lane splitting wow. over there. That sucks. Yes, dude, yeah. yes. I've been to yeah. Baltimore. Every building looks the same. They're, like, <laughs> they're all brick buildings yes. with like marble steps. Yeah. And they are all they, look like, the same and it's incredibly depressing. Are they, like, the square and tall. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to tell when you're near the college or near the bad part of town. Yeah, it, all it, really, it really is. It all looks the same. You so just have what? to look at the people around you. Be like, oh, that guy is wearing like the world's baggiest sweatshirt. I must be. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, kind of street bike interests you? I don't know. Antonio, what Supermoto. kind of street bike? <laughs> Supermoto. Uh, I don't know. No, you need to get a Jixer so you can be a Jixer princess. No. no. <laughs> Only I am the Jixer princess, Lucas. You're not I'm a Jixer sorry. princess. You don't have a Jixer. You can't Speaking be one. of Jixer. Never mind. <laughs> Speaking of Jixer, yeah. Uh. Sorry. I think we got an R1 that we can give to you or something no. like that. Right? Oh, yeah. shit. No. I just don't want to drive my car. She needs a Jixer Busa. You can actually street legal that CRFX. Really? Yes, yeah. you can. So I got a question for you. So you said that Antonio was giving you instruction. What are some of the best tips and tricks he's taught you that Besides really made a difference? Besides look and grip, because we've heard that a million times. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> That's all he's really I'm getting, getting tired of it. Really, yeah. <laughs> um, really, the best thing that he taught me was gripping the bike, because I kept going over these rocks, and there was like big rocks, and I'd like, I'd be flying right now if I didn't know how to like grip the bike. And that's kind of all he taught me. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Damn it, Antonio. You are so starting to pay gas now. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> that, and then he also talked a lot about mental strategy and not, like, getting frustrated, which was helpful when everyone else is, like, passing me, and I'm like, ah. So what to you is, is something that's too much? So you're like, I don't want to handle that. Has there been... Like, um, 
obstacles or jumps or like river crossing or something or, or a steep hill that you're like, no, no, I'm not going to do it. I haven't really done that yet. I've kind of tried, like, I mean, I'm okay Wait, with what? trying anything. <laughs> you haven't done a steep hill yet? No, I have done that, but I haven't been like, I won't do that. Oh, oh, oh. Um, yeah. I'm okay to try anything because I don't really care about falling. I haven't gotten hurt yet when I've fallen, so oh, that's, it doesn't really that's scare it. me. So, yeah, she, we went to, what was it? We started off with uh, giving her instruction at Metcalf, and the second time we went to Hollister. And so technically, that this is, I consider it to be her second day of riding um, because before that she didn't have a whole lot of basics or, or anything really built in. Or ability. No, no. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so we go to Hollister and uh, we go right by Twin Hill and I and I tell her in the morning I'm like, you know, yeah, that's Twin Hill and by the end of the day I think you're going to be able to make it up that. Sick. And uh, and she looks at me she's like, yep. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm, I'm waiting for the really? Are you sure? I don't know. And she's like, yeah, no, that sounds good. I'm I'm all over it. <laughs> nice. And we we rode for the whole day and uh, uh, finally. We're heading back towards the truck. It's getting late. It's actually getting dark. And uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, Twin Hill. So, hey, you, you still want to do that? And she's like, yes. All right, cross over. And, you know, we, we have a little conversation at the bottom of it. And this is what you should do, you know, and such. And she charges it. And the first time, you get about three quarters of the way up, uh, right, no, about halfway, right where it, the, 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 the steepest section is about to end. Yeah. And the rear is just swapping out like crazy the whole way up, yeah. and just going sideways, sideways. Finally, it, it swaps all the way to the to, all the way around on her, and shoots her to the side, and down she goes. <laughs> Dumpy. Dumpy. <laughs> Dumpy strikes. So, so I, I I roll up there to her, and we have a little conversation, get her back down, and she's like, I know what I did. I was in first gear. Mm. Okay, cool. There so you, you know what to do now. So get to the bottom. And there's these uh, kids down there, some 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 guys. Uh, oh oh, when we get to Twin Hill, there's a full grown adult walking his bike down the hill. Pussy. You can see the JJ from that. <laughs> oh. And and so, so <laughs> she's about. Wrong. Nothing wrong with don't bring gender into this. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, uh, so so there's uh, <laughs> his dick was flaccid. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There Wow. I'm pretty sure it retreated inwards oh until it God, turned into dude. a vagina. <laughs> there's all these there's all these 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 guys on dirt bikes at the bottom, you know, watching. And uh, uh you know, she she charges it for the second time and she's going up, she's got everything right, she's looking, she's gripping, she's she's hard on the throttle, she's confident, and the bike, you know, it's it's loose, so the the, the rear end's swapping out and but she's still driving it and just really just motoring that thing up there. Everybody down at the bottom is just like, wow. <laughs> and she got all the way up. It's in, in great style. It was awesome. And she's been charging. Second time all the way up. Yeah, second Sweet. time. That's sick. Good yeah. job. First time at the park. Made it up to one. You should have seen Lucas trying to go up that thing. <laughs> well, if Doug wouldn't have stopped, I would have made it, bro. <laughs> I still consider that my fault for falling directly behind exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> so, Alex, do you have any interest in racing? I don't know. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I would like to try it, but I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm leaving for college in August. I don't know. I can't bring my bike with me, so I feel like I'm gonna. Not with that attitude. <laughs> uh, hey, if Get your parents are paying for it, you should do it, man, because it's expensive. My dad still says it's his bike, so he I can't take it. It's his bike. <laughs> no, but um, in all seriousness, uh, this is something that you get to share with your dad. Do you think this has brought you a lot 
closer? Do you have you bonded with your dad over yeah. this? I mean, this is like the only thing that we like go out and do together. So it's a lot of fun. It's like dad and daughter day. We go out. He takes sometimes my sister and I, often just me because she's in Colorado now. And we just go out and we have fun during the day and then we come back and I sleep See, in the car. I think that that's really cool. And we talk about how motorcycling can be a family thing. And mm-hmm. yeah. this is a, a perfect example. Yet, um, oh, we talked about this way, way, way back when I saw some reality show where the, the father was teaching the kid, ha- taking the little the, daughter out dirt biking and the mom was like fire filing charges against him to get custody because he was endangering their child and it's like people and the show is like and there dun, were other dun, dun, people dun. who were like commenting on what an idiot father that was yeah. didn't he have the moto and, bandito fuck the law baby uh, seat <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I know that those are the small minded people who don't motorcycle who don't realize but just to hear stuff like this and I think everyone here who grew up without parents at ride we all wish we could have had that like, yeah. So oh, yeah I totally cool. wish I would have started like 20 years earlier than I did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be like pro by now. So <laughs> does your dad ride on the street? I mean, he has a KTM 500, so it's street legal. Okay. But he only really rides on the street like when he's going to Metcalf and even then rarely. He doesn't ride on the street a lot. So you said you would like to ride on the street? Yes, I would. I think it'd be a lot of fun. What kind of bike do you want to get? She doesn't know. We I already, don't know. I don't know a lot about bikes. Are you thinking like a scooter or like it's a not cruiser? A scooter. Or like a jigsaw? Motor. Hey don't, don't hate on the scooters. <laughs> I don't know. I just think it'd be a lot of fun to just ride yeah, supermoto. more. Supermoto. Supermoto. In general. Yeah, definitely so, supermoto. Actually. Yeah, I think yeah. supermoto is probably one a good of yeah. us. Yeah. One of us. One of us. One of us. Yes. Have you considered a moped? I, I <laughs> it's not April Fools ones. anymore. <laughs> they don't sound as fun though. No. <laughs> Can't go as well, fast. There's no brap. It's only it's, me. it's more <laughs> fun to ride a slow bike fast than it is to ride a fast bike <laughs> slow. <laughs> <laughs> slow guy in the room. Hey, mopeds oh. will go fast if you can pedal really fast. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember, there are important things that you need to know specifically for the street, like avoiding Priuses. Yeah, you know, it was no, it was interesting. One of the, the first day, I didn't really know Alex. I didn't know Alex at all the first day we weren't riding. And I was talking to Antonio. I was like, so this is different than the street. And she looked at me and she was like, street riding's different than dirt? And I was like, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. There are but people who will different. try to murder like, you. Yeah. You have... You have the upper hand uh, now that you know how to control yes. a motorcycle in the dirt. Going from dirt to street—that's that's the way to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were talking. It's harder about that to today. learn dirt. Yeah. You know, going from the street. So nobody at Hollister. There aren't going to be any cops sitting there and be like, "Whoa, you took that turn way too fast." Actually, <laughs> actually, actually, there are now. Actually, really? Yeah. yeah. Last on time, the main road. Last on the main time road. we were there, they had like the little speedo. Sure. They, yeah. they, they, no, I mean, yeah. they, they hang out the shit there, and that's I've for the quads. They go. They go I've been told yeah. to slow down. I mean, it's yeah. yeah. They hang on the main road. I'm talking about like when you're in the trails. There's no cops hiding in bushes waiting to bust you. And you. No. Well, there's no speed limit you. I mean, good luck going really. Fast they on the follow. Trail, they like. follow you, Lucas. They follow you around. <laughs> Yo, I would like to see. I would like to see Lucas try and keep up with Alex. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I would too. Oh yeah. yeah. That'd be a good fight. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That'd be. Actually, you <laughs> know what? That's not even a fair fight. Alex, Alex challenge. I have to say this. Alex picked this up very, very quickly. I, I, I'm okay with being the underdog. <laughs> do, you, do you ride? Do you ride bicycles at all? I mean, when I was little. Yeah. Oh, like, so I, no. Okay. I can. Yeah, okay. I was just wondering. I don't know. 
I feel like my a lot of my riding skills came from like riding. Yeah, bicycles, there's a lot of translation between like downhill BMX and or uh, mountain biking and you know mountain biking in general to, to dirt biking. You, you so. do yeah. you do teach martial arts though? I do. So, oh, what martial arts do you do? You have I a think that translates. So you know how to just kick ass in general. <laughs> I, I want to know what martial arts she does. What yeah, she's got. Do you? It's she's, called the Dragon's Fist system. It's a combination of Hungar, Kochikalikari, Kempo, and one more. Dragon's Fist. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> were you just <laughs> ordering? Were you just ordering Chinese food? <laughs> and and Ching Chong. I, Lucas, I want to see her against your Crab Magoo and see how that does. Crab Magoo? I love, I crab love crab rangoons. <laughs> there, there's no sparring in Krav Maga, there's only crying. <laughs> Thanks for coming by, Alex. This was really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Thanks for sharing about yeah, the. Like uh, I the said, trip. it's really impressive. Liza's giving us the do. wagon wheel motion yeah. here because she obviously has something to say. So we everybody have to talk else. About the Jixer, the Jixer fairy that came by. <laughs> Jixer fairy. Yeah, well, somebody explain this Jixer fairy thing to me. Yeah, I want to know what this is. Okay, so, so, like, so about... how in depth do you want me to get? <laughs> okay, because like I don't know in like Germany full, full or Can- in Germany or Canada or something, when you like leave your shoe by the fireplace, some like dude comes and like leaves candy in it. I don't know. Oh, it's so stocking. A while ago, I said that there was this mysterious um, entity. That um, will, if you leave your like, you know, gear, like shoes or something, uh, like this fairy comes by and leaves uh, broken jigsaw parts. Uh, I, I, I almost spit in my monitor and, when I heard that he, one. And the fairy came today. We were like in shock. There's it was pretty all these cool. Jigsaw parts. It wasn't me. Some was were it? broken. Some were actually new though too. So it was like it was pretty cool. That would explain why Lucas's bike was here last week, and then this week his bike was gone, and there was a pile of parts in the parking I spot. Was, I was going to say it wasn't it wasn't a bunch of broken rear fairings, was it? <laughs> it, it was it was piece one and two of a subframe. Okay, you'll be taking that home. So hey, um. I wanted to do and just a little round of kind of the Cooler Fool Kickstarter edition. So I I went on Kickstarter and I found some interesting entries there. I wanted to see what people think of these. Uh, Alex, do you know what Kickstarter is? Yeah. Okay. So... Cigar Throttle V2? (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. The first one is called the Cold Pepper Motorcycle Club. Now... (laughs) A Cold Pepper Motorcycle Club, they are looking to raise $15,000. Mm-hmm. And their goal, what they're doing is they're trying to build a family oriented. Oh, Bosley. What's going Bosley, on? go away. Must be possums. Go away. Uh, they are. Um, they said, we're an up-and-coming group of motorcycle enthusiasts looking to put up a building for us to meet in and plan charity rides and events, as well as teach others how to maintain their own motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Their risks and challenges are that they need building permits, running, water, power, plumbing, and septic. So they need $15,000. I hope they already talked with H.A. about that. <laughs> yeah, they're going to run Coke. That's their biggest obstacle. <laughs> they're going to run Coke for 81, 81. Yeah. So basically, they're looking to raise 15000 Do what I do for free. Yeah, right? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Liza, why haven't you capitalized on this, man? I know, because none of y'all have oh, any money. We need, to build a new, <laughs> we need to build a new jacuzzi, you know, like for reasons. <laughs> a recycled jacuzzi? Yeah. That chick is hard on your back. Yeah, there'd be a lot of dildos floating in that. <laughs> So are they? Are they? Do uh, dildos float? Call them the pickle tub. And they're in, they're in. There's one way to find out. I don't know. <laughs> only when they're only when they're submerged in in 
him right there. Wow. <laughs> so they're in Culpeper, Virginia, and it sounds like it's a group of people who are looking to raise money so they can put up a building and then anyone can come and and use. So are that they already a, a club, or are they looking to be a club? It sounds like depending on this. Kickstarter. They're looking to buy money to buy. It looks <laughs> like a, buy one money. of these buildings in a box kind of thing. Dude, it looks like they're raising money so other people will buy them a clubhouse. Yeah, I think that's, that's really happening. what it looks yeah. like to me. Like, they should put a, a wheelie trainer in it and a track, and then it would be <laughs> <Yeah>. cool. <laughs> what, what exactly is a wheelie trainer? It's uh. like you. It's like a dyno for the rear wheel, pretty much, and then you have like a toe strap on the front wheel. So when you twelve o'clock, the strap's taut. So you can just like pop up wheelies on this little like dino <laughs> box thing. That's ridiculous, dude. Yeah. And there's a big fan to blow air through. So, oh. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, you guys, is this cool or fool that people are trying to raise money? To nah. put up Depends a on building. how cool the building actually is. You know, no, if it's just a building. Then it, I think it really falls into I mean, their intentions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I say it's fool because they're not fooling me. Because that sounds like <laughs> they're self interested. I'd be down if it was really cool, but you know. <laughs> it yeah. sounds to me like they're just like, hey, suckers. Give us your money, and then we can laugh. How at much you. money yeah. have they raised? Does it tell you that on these? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> how much well, time is left? Yeah. How much time is left? Twenty-three days. Uh, so, so the other thing too is that what if what if they what if they do build it, and um, they, I don't know, and then, then they just like stop. You know, they stop having the garage for people to use. I mean, they're yeah, really screwed. They yeah. put exactly. money into it. Somebody's going to get a big set of Craftsman's tools. That's yeah, for right? sure. Yeah. <laughs> Craftsman's. Or blue, blue points. You mean All Harbor right. Freight. Harbor, whatever. So, <laughs> next up, uh, this is interesting. This is uh, something called RIDAR Systems. R-I-D-A-R. RIDAR Systems. Mm. This sounds a lot like what uh, the other week when I said that Stumpy had come up with an idea to make cars aware of when bikes were around them. Um, they are looking <laughs> to do... Uh, let's see. Their technology, blah, 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 blah. They talk about what they did, blah, blah, blah. Basically, there's um, the basic version will consist of a receiving model, model, and then you're going to have the the other unit that's a sending signal. Basically, it sounds exactly like Stumpy was talking about. Um, and you can put it on a bicycle or a motorcycle so that whoever has a receiving unit can see when there's... Okay, Basel, you were making a lot of noise. <laughs> yeah, and then anyone who... And then, oh, you can't, and then can't, she no. can't jump over the jack. Then it's like picking up a sack of potatoes. <laughs> or a big bloated tick. Wiggles. Then any, <laughs> a giant big bloated tick. Anyone who has a radar detector, it's going to start going off and they're going to break really hard and look around for all the cops. That's what I think. Um, well, it depends sweet, on what band it is. All those idiots. What I find is interesting, so this is a lot like Stumpy's idea where people will be aware. It's like a sensing unit. They um, have raised $50. They've got 12 days to go, and they are looking to raise $1,300,000. Oh, wow. wow. $1,000,000. <laughs> and there are how many days left? Dollars. 12. 12. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, which Good one luck. of them uh, put up Wait. the money? Yeah, right. Yeah. Somebody's mom, dude. Yeah, let's get this started. $50. <laughs> well, Jimmy, I'll get you started. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that this is, you know, like like Stumpy thought this was a brilliant idea, but there's too many holes in this. And to raise that much money to start a 
something that will probably be outdated because so many of the new cars are coming out with these sensors and yeah. such, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, with a million bucks, I'd print up a whole bunch of pamphlets and just mail them out to people that says, watch out for motorcyclists. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might be yeah. better, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're probably going to be like, fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they already do that on the overhead signs here that they can change out the to put messages. Sometimes a lot yeah. of times it defaults to watch for motorcyclists. Yeah, yeah and, and people's attention span... Oops, I never have either. I've never seen it in thir- 14 years. Dude, I've seen it really? plenty of times. Oh, yeah, I've seen oh, it the, before. Yeah, the signs? Yeah. yeah. It always yeah. says, slow the fuck down. The, the problem. Slow <laughs> the fuck down? <laughs> yeah. Dude, the only two things I've ever seen it say only were, insanity. look for motorcyclists and don't drink and drive. So, Click your ticket, man. Apparently, looking for motorcyclists about encompasses <laughs> the same responsibility as it takes to not operate a motor vehicle while intoxicated. So, yeah. <laughs> and and the problem too with with those messages is people pay attention for about five seconds and then it's out of their heads. Yeah, yeah. they're too busy like trying not to crash because they're all plebs in cars. See it because they're usually texting. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So this next one um, I thought was interesting. Uh, this is called Digital Armored Defense. Dad. Exactly, and here is why. <laughs> Comes after you with a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't getting near my daughter. So the guy who created this did so because he said he got that call you never want to get. It was a call from his mom saying that his dad had been in a motorcycle accident. Both he and his dad ride, and he rides a Goldwing. His dad was in the HOV lane here in California, and a car was in the lane directly next to the HOV and saw a break and suddenly jumped and changed lanes not seeing that there was a motorcyclist coming at 50 miles an hour in his lane so a car basically the the other lane was going a lot slower they just pulled out his dad didn't have enough time to do anything other than slam on the brakes and hit him and that's what happened to me too he he survived he got (laughs) jacked up a bit but happens a lot yeah what they have created they're both um in the work in it and what they've come up with you they said we realize you don't have time so they have a gyrometer system that when the bike suddenly changes speed it will flash the lights in the horn for you so oh that would piss me off on an everyday ride yeah. <laughs> yeah. i like oh, every man. five seconds yeah. <laughs> every yeah. single corner entry <laughs> yeah. i think this is good intentions and a lot of these things like with Stumpy and like with this guy come out of something traumatic happened let's find a way to prevent that from happening again I can't think of many situations where when you go to break that it isn't too late it's too late yeah Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it'd make a really cool instead of a flying motorcycle he's gonna see a blinking honking flying motorcycle (laughs) coming at him really cool stoppies (laughs) (laughs) I have arrived motherfucker (laughs) you you just gotta set like a cool musical horn so as soon as you start catapulting over a car's hood it goes like Like of course not not to poke fun at you know this guy's story and his invention but uh, I I, I don't know. Like you said, it's it's hard to find a real life application yeah. to where this would, yeah, actually it lies. How about yeah. and, and and when a, if if a, an auto someone in an automobile would pull a maneuver like that and they would hear or see something like that, it's, it's usually gonna be a microsecond before you, yeah. you hear the impact of the bike yeah. on you. And it's yeah. all like post incident devices. Yeah, yeah. And, you know? and you know what happens after shit happens. So yeah, maybe, maybe a better idea would be you know rider education yeah. yeah you know maybe instead of hitting the brakes this guy could have uh, found an escape route or something like yeah. that yeah jump and on the shoulder or, or he, mu- he was not gripping and looking apparently. yeah <laughs> hey, you know what and on once again i think that that ed- that money would be better better spent with driver education in the first place which we don't have in the state anyway 
you, you know, like, you, you know what? Writer education too, if anything. <laughs> that too. Yeah. It's, Here, here's the problem with that. Put the blame with everybody else. Like, even if you alert the car, what do car drivers do when they get? Uh, panicked. They slam on the brakes. They slam on the brakes. So if they hear something loud and flashing lights behind them, they're going to brake. Yep. <laughs> so yep. you are basically going to smash into them even faster, going at a much higher speed. So car car people just instinctively hit that brake lever yep. when anything scares them. So uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's like I think it's the physiological response to when you hear loud noises or bangs, you, your body just freezes. It's like how sure. flashbang grenades work, you know. So. Yeah, it's 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 hard to. So you're hurt. saying they should instead propel flashbang? Grenades? Yeah, like a laser that blinds the yeah. car. <laughs> <laughs> How about missile launchers to blow the yeah. freaking car up? Shoots out yeah. the top. Dude, I want one of those. The, like some James Bond motorcycle. Talk to shit. Eason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want like a motorcycle where like it has missile launchers or rocket pods on it. It's like you know when you're when you're riding on Highway Nine and you're behind the car and they don't use any of the turnouts and you're like fuck this guy is so annoying I'm just gonna blow his car out of the way (laughs) rocking it. (laughs) All right, so I got one more. One more. All right, I kind of like this one. Okay. And I will tell you that they are fully funded already. Okay. Okay. It's called Apocalypse Camp. It's a Pokemon. Like it already. I want in whatever it is. I want to be the very okay. best. This is in uh, New Orleans. <laughs> but no, when so this is what yes. it is. Join us for a weekend crash course in bad assery. Yeah, Learn right. to pick a lock, ride a motorcycle, use a grappling hook, and much more. Use your new skills to win the live-action simulation showdown. Ooh. Apocalypse Camp will be a one- to two-day immersion experience to unlock your inner oh, action hero. Our camp, our first camp will likely be this spring. Please help us make this awesome concept a reality. And just here's our, all the things that they will be teaching you at this camp. Picking locks, riding motorcycles, use a grappling hook, hot wire a car, siphon gas, fight zombies, drive a stick shift, and many more. Yeah. Drive a stick like shift. That sounds like a great idea, but I don't think you That's have to That's badass, bro. <laughs> you'd, be you'd, amazed, you'd be amazed how many people do not know how to drive a stick I shift. I know yeah, that. True. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or you could just go down to Baja. And Here's what I love. They say, yeah, Alex, you pretty much did all those yeah. things. Though, they you? say you'll be Pick trained, and then, then you will get to pit your talents against uh, a other team in a Capture the flag style live action simulation competition, which where you will run into a few zombies or pterodactyls. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. Either or, it's a pterodactyl. No, I was gonna ask where they were gonna get the zombies. Now I know want to know where they're gonna get the pterodactyls from. <laughs> you know, I think it's a great idea, but I think it's silly teaching what? people in New Orleans how to hot wear cars because they already know that. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Well, no, it's for the thieves that can't drive. Stick shift. <laughs> yeah, I, I have, you know what? If this wasn't in New Orleans, I'd be like, awesome. But because it's in New Orleans, I'm like, this is literally criminal education. <laughs> so, how many days is this, and what does it cost? Doesn't say what it's going to cost. They were only trying to raise five thousand dollars to create the camp, which they did. That's not. Wow. That's, that's like somebody's. Yeah. That's somebody's mom's basement. You get a copy of like the anarchist cookbook. And <laughs> the DMV, yeah. like motorcycle book. Yeah, read that. Hey, you know what? I, does anyone here know how to use a grappling hook? Because I know how to do everything else. We could make our own camp here. Yeah, how do you I use like a grappling hook? 
Moreover, <laughs> when the hell would you need to use a grappling hook? I've never tried it, but I have a general idea from watching Batman. <laughs> Watch YouTube videos. <laughs> I don't know. I think this sounds cool. What do you guys think? I learned how to fight from Batman as soon as it I does hit sound somebody, pretty cool. I'd send like my ten year old here, and then I'd send him to go steal cars for me. <laughs> We're uh, kind of short on pterodactyls too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the grappling hook. Pterodactyl. The grappling hook might actually come into handy. Come in handy when. Uh, uh, Bike makes a, a sudden evasive maneuver. All right. Yeah, throw a couple behind you. Yeah, sure. Long bungee. <laughs> <laughs> they need to add like wheelies, burnouts, donuts, yeah. like some real badass. Yeah. That's the day yeah. two course. That's the advanced. Course. I, I want to oh, see. Yeah. That's I want like eighteen and up, probably. <laughs> I want to see a course that teaches you how to shoot while on a motorcycle. That would be cool. Yeah. Go, to, go to Juplia, dude. I think they let you do that. What is Juplia? Oh, my God. Not now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I wanted to get to some emails that we had come in. Yeah. So uh, this first one is from Gil. Uh, he doesn't say where he is. But um, he says, hey, right Misfits. Right <laughs> 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 hey, I love the podcast. Um he says, I know visibility is a big way to stay safe. What do you think about using headlight modulators by day and life paint by Are night? Are you sure you just didn't make this email We up, talked Liza. about this like two so months ago, every three months episode. ago. Have you guys seen that new commercial where they spray themselves with this yeah. new paint and then they yeah. glow at night? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. that's... It's an episode it's like cool. 60. The life paint? Yeah, we actually did talk about. No, I, I don't remember that. And yeah, I don't remember but that. Um, it was like our safety episode, yeah. right? When you got well, on the safety kick. Oh, yeah, Does he yeah, also yeah. use? Oh no, that's in there. Anyway, uh, well, I, that safety. I don't know over. where you buy this life paint, but well, maybe we should check it out. <laughs> it's it's so like glow in the dark stuff. With, no, and retroactive. It activates retro- with uh, electric. Uh, no, no, it's no. retroactive no. uh, spray paint. It's like having like solace tape on you. Okay. But it's a spray. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and I think it's, it washes off too, I don't right? Think it's yeah, I'm not sure. You can put it on your clothing, skin, everything. It don't ride in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> um, he says his up the butt bike would be an old Triumph Bonneville bobber, like the one from the movie Harbor Town Bar Bobber. Has anyone seen Harbor Town Never Bobber? Never heard of it. No. I haven't heard no. of it. Is that is that a talkie or is that <laughs> one a silent movie? <laughs> <No>. Alex, <laughs> did, did, you, a talkie. <laughs> did you get the memo on the whole uh, up the butt bike thing? I did. Okay. Explain it to me. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a little awkward. <laughs> a little weird. We're all about butts here. <laughs> a little awkward it's asking those, Zach that yeah. in front of his family. <laughs> <laughs> the more awkward is that his family totally got it. <laughs> 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 they're like, oh, I totally understand what you mean. They're pre- they're, up the they're butt, cool. right? <laughs> they're pretty cool. They go along with it. So this next one is from Tom in Australia, and he says, "Good day." Oh, hey, so Tom. Cool. Day, Thanks for writing in, though. We're living up to stereotypes, Crunky. bro. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Tom idiot. rides a V-Strom 650. Oh, sick. A wee um, strum. Yes. <laughs> he recently discovered our podcast and is work, working his way th- backwards. And he says it's super entertaining. And someone seems to crash almost every other episode. <laughs> Yay! Yes. No. Apparently we're Stay tuned next week. <laughs> <laughs> when Lucas is riding, he's crashing. <laughs> I'm crashing in slow motion. 
Exactly. It's only a matter of time. So he wanted to ask our opinion on moto vlogging. Have you guys? Are you? Yeah, really I have. Uh, I can go on a rant right now, okay, but well, I'm not gonna. Rant. You should. I want to hear your rant. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. So for those who don't know, mo- moto vlogging is when people wear like a GoPro on their helmet, and a lot of times they have a microphone so they can be commenting as they go, and it's picking what? up the sound. Yeah, you yeah. haven't ever. They seen talk to themselves videos. in yeah. traffic that for like four hours. Yeah, it's very it, not entertaining. It yeah. isn't. It's boring. <laughs> I love red so, I've never even heard of it, but it sounds really boring. What he's brought up is there are a lot of people now, because um, we've all seen these videos of like crashes and near crashes and crazy stuff. But he said that a lot of people now are doing this moto vlogging, and he sent me a link to one as an example. This guy is driving in, uh, it's two lanes side by side. And then, and there's a car uh, in front of him in the uh, other lane. And as they go through an intersection, the two lanes then merge into one. So he starts to, as soon as they get into the intersection, he starts to pass the car as they're coming into a merge lane. So the car doesn't use its blinker, but simply just starts turning into his lane right in front of him. Which and then he starts yelling and screaming at the car and follows them and then they and then they pull in Sounds front like of him and, and, and they'll stop in the middle of the road and they all get out and are screaming at each other and he takes off and it, and what 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 Tom is saying there are these guys just creating drama when they're yes. really well, didn't yeah. 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 motorcyclists yeah, are really no bad that's man. how you get no, YouTube yeah. views you create drama you know you go <laughs> pick that, a fight with everybody it's reality moto and then, and then you get like a hundred thousand views and you start getting I checks really from YouTube I don't want anyone to hear me like when I <laughs> sing in my helmet or so like, that. like I, I really like, don't need that to happen a year ago I watched I don't know how I came across it on YouTube it was a guy riding around on a on a motorcycle in his neighborhood trying to cook a meal on his handlebars. Oh. Oh, no, was that was, the supermodel? No, now I realized he was it making was a sandwich. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, was now I realize he's fucking making <laughs> fun of the motor vloggers. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. It's so I get it now. See, that's yeah. entertaining. Oh, that. Dude, that's that's funny. funny. Dude, the <laughs> <laughs> vlogging is just like, I'm going to ride around in a boring commute and I'm going to talk about something you really don't care the, about. They get in into their <laughs> chat so much that like, they don't stop when they're at like the red light. Yeah. So the video is like ten minutes long, and like half of it's like just red lights and traffic and yeah. stopping. And, and it, most of them aren't in California, so they yeah. can't lane split. So I make fun of that too. Yeah. <laughs> I have one word: editing. Yeah. What's editing? <laughs> I don't so, know what editing is. I make a moto vlog. Hey, yeah. So uh, and so, Knock was nice enough to respond. Do you want to share what you responded? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and read it. No, you say. What. Speak from the Join heart. us. Wake up. Wake speak up. From the heart. I'm here. I'm cognizant. Mostly. What are you, Lucas, tonight? You've been fidgeting for the last I hour. I know. <laughs> so, I responded in an email basically paraphrase. telling him I, I think they're stupid and they're distracting. Um, and what else did I say? What else have we not said? Yeah. They're attention whoring. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, some people <laughs> will post it and they'll get the slew of. YouTube comments and maybe the rider will come away with some lers- lessons. I'm, uh, I'm sure it could be done right. Yeah, we just haven't seen. It. Hey, I got a microphone the other day. Uh, I can do it now, but I, but I, ha- I haven't done it yet. So. You're gonna do moto vlogs on one wheel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll like I'll like wheelie and then I'll be like, yep. I'll fuck you you'll, be, you'll be doing a wheelie and be like, yeah. So you know about the Knicks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys heard of Gent? <laughs> oh, sick! You've heard of it. It's the future, anyway, bro. I think that's about it, Liza. Is there anything else 
because it's no i wanted to thank them this is for, an hour-long podcast I, I wanted to thank them for emailing in we appreciate it we have to count today four listeners <laughs> two of them stopped by and two emailed. Oh, I, I have a thank you for a listener too. They must all be from Pakistan. What's that, Antonio? <laughs> uh, one of your listeners. So uh, for the Road Rider 2.0 class that we had two weekends ago, mm-hmm. uh, our morning question is, you know, uh, how did you hear about us? Is one of the questions, and one of them said, "I heard about you on Recycle no Santa Cruz." No way! What? Do we know them? I, I, I don't have his name right now. Of and I course don't you don't. You're the worst with wanna... names. Yeah, I know. Well, where's he, where's he from? Did you get that? or uh, Does he have I a think face? Bay Area. It was a guy. I'm pretty sure he's got he like some guy. arms. So shout out I, I think, to I the guy. I think he had a motorcycle. He's got, like a, he's got like an arm. Do we get commission for that shit? Yeah. <laughs> this is serious business. <laughs> why, don't, why don't you give us 30 <laughs> seconds about Roadrider and how to contact yep. you? Absolutely. Um, so Roadrider 2.0 is uh, we teach it at the track during a track day with Z2 track days. Um, it is a part of Z2 track days, and being an instructional environment, we have a class designed for street riders that aren't quite quite ready to uh, go to the do a track day um, or just basically new to the to, to the riding. And um, it costs about 125 dollars for the day. You get all day uh, instruction at the racetrack, and uh, we take you out on the course, shut it down for two sessions as well. Um, and there's no gear requirements because we don't want to um, not have people show up. We want them to get educated. Helmet. And there's no bike setup requirements. So they go out, do a lap, and then you come back and you go grip harder. And then they go out, do a lap, and then come back and you go. Yeah. No, 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 Apparently, we, we that's all them, you're good for. It takes right? Right, right, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Look harder. Apparently, that's all I. Okay. <laughs> can you show up on any kind of bike? You can show up on anything. We've had uh, uh, scooters, really? Harleys, Goldwings, the, anything. The Super most motos. important thing to remember. No wheelies in the paddock. Please. <laughs> really? No. Only on the really track? Doug. Stop these. <laughs> oh, okay. Ask his boss. <laughs> oh, and, and you can find more information at z2trackdays.com on our website. Uh, it was really cool. I mean, I've been for like five years. I took it like a month ago or whatever, and uh, it was. I, I did walk away with something. It was definitely worth my money. Thank you. Cool. And Megan, can you tell people how to reach us? Yes, you can. You can email us at RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com. Our Facebook page is Re-Cycle Santa Cruz. Our website is MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com. And I still don't have our phone number memorized. 831-291-5112. Order pizza. Call and leave us an intro <laughs> just like Tim back. did tonight. Uh, no give us your best it. Lucas laugh. <laughs> <laughs> There's and, only uh, one. Uh, there can be only one. Please rate us on iTunes. That's awesome yes. when we when you rate us. And keep the emails coming. We love to read them. We love responding them to them. So. And on that note, I think we're ready to go. So let's wrap it up. Uh, this is Liza. We have a Douglas. I am signing off. Hi. Lucas. Hi. <laughs> Knock. Yeah. Antonio. Brap. Megan. Hey. Alex. See ya. Zach. I am Zach. Mason. <laughs> Later. Josh. Later, noobs. <laughs> and Bagel. <laughs> ding, 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 